Hi, good morning, and welcome to the ZP Vlog and Podcast. So we do this vlog and podcast every Sunday at 8 a.m. London time, and it's really just a wrap-up um, on the news from ZP for this week. So something that happened this week, and it happened um, actually last Sunday, but after the vlog, is that um, Niti, our head of operations um, at ZP in the UK, attended a conference really around the kind of um, themes of inclusivity and sort of gender inclusivity um, really in the generally the STEM um, subjects sort of science technology engineering and maths um, but Niti went along there and gave a perspective really a personal perspective um, on you know roles within STEM and you know um, and also you know from a position of you know being a woman um, Niti obviously speaks very well and can speak very passionately on this subject so we were delighted that Niti you know and she gave up her Sunday to sort of do this so um, it's very you know we, we were very impressed with her dedication to this kind of subject so thank you to Niti um, for doing that. Um, now on another subject as well um, news from ZP for this week you know every week we like to do sort of a wrap up of you know things that have happened that we think are interesting um, you know, it's a repetition, but of course, every Thursday at 8 a.m. London time, we do like to cover questions that have come in during the week. So don't forget, if you've got any questions, reach out to ZP. There's lots of contact us buttons on our websites. Reach out to us because we will um, then cover questions during our weekly uh, Q&A on um, ZP. So don't forget the ZP Developer Zone every Thursday at 8 a.m. London time. Now, something else that we do, we're doing a lot of as well, is uh, at ZP, we're very passionate about our food sense. This is a technology that we've licensed from the University of Oxford, and we hold a um, live streaming webinar and demo every month. Now, I would say this is a very authentic experience because we, you know, I just said it, but we're actually live streaming these demos. So, so many people do you know, online presentations about their technology and, you know, they don't, it's not live as such, you know, and, you know, in science, you know, or any kind of engineering, doing something live can always be, you know, the, you know, that's the, I'm not going to say stressful, but that's the way of stress testing technology. But we do actually do our webinars um, live. And if you go onto our websites, um, especially the Food Sense website, I should say in particular, you can register um, for that particular um, webinar. Now, we do them one in the morning or one in the afternoon. Now, the reason we do that is because the morning webinar that we do will cover, um, if I can say this, all the eastern side of the globe quite well, and then the evening, the afternoon one that we do will cover the western side of the globe very well as well. So we try to be inclusive. We hold two in the day one on either side of our working day and that way we can kind of have a good overlap um, with people around the globe. So if you're interested in FoodSense, in particular FoodSense is strongest in measuring chili and um, ginger, come to the webinar. But if you're also more ge or generically interested in biosensor development and biosensor manufacturing, also come to this as well because it kind of gives you a good um, case study of um, how to do this. Now, one of our um, senior engineers as well, head of our data sciences, also went to Newcastle this week, and I think we're extremely appreciative of that. Um, there at Newcastle, they have a really good um, stroke unit where they do a lot of stroke 
um, research, and so we were um, sort of delighted that they, you know, that they allowed us to visit. We went there to support some technology. Um, at ZP, we do actually have a sort of system for measuring um, purines in stroke patients, and we were happy, um, you know, to support them. And you know, we, really, it's going quite well. So well done to specifically the team at Newcastle, but also thank you to the ZP engineers as well that have kind of been supporting these guys. What's very cool about this technology is we have a sensor and it measures purines. Purines are kind of um, a metabolic product that kind of spikes when somebody's having a stroke. So we have a sensor for that. We have the hardware. We have then the connectivity to the cloud and all the data goes to the cloud. So we have a really nice, way of um, getting getting the patient sample it's in a clinical setting but that actually then goes to our cloud now we're blinded to whether that data you know no name no birth date etc because it's important you know you can't be sending patient data over the cloud you know you've got to really get approval on that and do all sorts of security checks but just raw signal itself um, is not a um, personal identifier let's say all that said, um, it's really cool because there's never a, a wonder where the actual raw signal is. It's actually in the cloud and we've got it all locked away up there. So nice ex, um, nice use of the ZP technology stack. And thank you to the ZP engineers for going to that. Actually, slightly related to that, but uh, much more on the R&D end of things. Um, we also do, you know, now stroke is a sort of, I don't, I don't want to say a sort of a neurosciences related disease um and that's the kind of you know the stroke is a kind of clinical impact of you know um neuroscience if i if i could quite put it that way but there's also another side where people are actually looking at stroke and epilepsy in tissue samples and so zp is kind of unusual because actually we do have microbiosensors for looking at tissue samples um it's unfortunate, but in about, about 2020, 2019, um, Sirisa Biomedical, which was making these um, microbiosensors, went into liquidation. Um, we bought the assets and we carried on the product line. And um, we have a really nice um, microbiosensor for all sorts of analytes that are linked to neurosciences, including so acetylcholine, um, etc. So... Um, I didn't expect to put those two articles back to back, but I realized how relevant they are to one another as well. Um, some other work as well is we do have a very nice collaboration with um, Swansea. Um, really kind of an interesting material to me is um, Metal Organic Frameworks MOFs. Um, so at ZP, we haven't had historically an um, uh, effort to actually make inks out of these MOFs. But actually, I think they're really quite interesting. And so it's nice to get that we're starting to functionalize these MOFs onto our screen printed electrodes. Um, and we are essentially busy doing that with Swansea University. So a nice additional functionalization, if I can put it that way, on top of our um, normal screen printed electrodes. And we're also doing some nice work with um, Southampton University as well. Um, it's getting a bit technical, let's say, but um, at Southampton University, we're working with them on microelectrodes. Microelectrodes uh, generally have kind of dimensions of about one micrometer, but if you make them of 10 micrometers or 50 micrometers, you can still 
I want to say get away with it. They can still have microelectrode type um, functionality. But what's interesting then is that um, as you increase the scan rate, they start to behave more like um, macro electrodes. There's a sort of transition where they stop behaving micro and they become um, macro electrodes. Um, and really what's happening is you're scanning so quickly that the diffusional processes are too slow to give you your microelectrodes um, features, you end up with macroelectrode features. That said, um, we're working with Southampton University and they're using some of our microelectrodes um, in that work, but it's very nice to have the, the, um, the characterization data. So if I was to kind of summarize up, thank you to Niti for doing the um, IEEE conference last Sunday, that's appreciated. Don't forget, if you've got any technical questions for ZP, Every Thursday, 8 a.m. London time, repetition. You can send your questions in. We'll do, you know, we kind of illustrate the answers as well in those webinars as well. Um, as part of our um, support of people who either have or are onboarding with our food sense, don't forget every month there is a webinar on um, food sense. And I just mentioned that we got one in September, but I realized actually we also have one on the 29th of August as well. So there is one this month as well. And we're tending to do them kind of at the in the last week of the month and we tend to do them on the last tuesday of the month as well um thank you to the engineers who went up to newcastle to support the stroke unit there with the purine sensor it's really appreciated and it's kind of unusual that actually at zp i think that's a good explanation of zp that we have sensors for the r d setting in neuroscientists and also set sensors for the clinical setting in neuroscientists as well and as part of our kind of characterization of new materials or development of new materials, thank you to Swansea University for these metal organic frameworks. Um, really a kind of metal organic frameworks are kind of, I don't want to say crystalline because crystalline is too strong a term for it, but you have a regularity of metal centers and organic molecule spaces and that then makes up the framework. And I think that's the sort of where the name MOFs or metal organic frameworks come from. And then it's nice to do this kind of fundamental characterization from Southampton University as well, where we go from microelectrodes to macroelectrodes, um, like performance by just changing the um, particular scan rate. Um, so that, I think I would call that the news from ZP for this week. As I say, if you've got any questions for ZP, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Um, I think everyone gets a response and um, if it's technical, it makes its way, it can make its way into one of our webinars as well. Okay, thanks very much.